0: What's up you guys? Welcome back to A Little Bit of Life. If you're new here, I'm Alyssa. And if you're not, welcome back. Today we're going to be getting down to the nitty gritty. And what I mean is we're going to be talking about colonoscopies. And the reason why is because I feel like so many people look at a colonoscopy and they go, wow, that's like really disgusting and I don't know why you're doing that and all those things. But realistically speaking, colonoscopies are one of the most significant diagnostic tools used to diagnose and possibly treat polyps and things that could be in turn cancerous. So today though, I'm not going to be sharing any of that science with you. I'm going to be sharing with you my tips and tricks and all the fun things about how to make your prep for your colonoscopy just a little bit easier. Uh, I've had two colonoscopies myself. Um, I think I've shared on here a few times already, but uh, I do have an uh, irritable bowel disease, a combination of a couple of different things going on. So every couple of years or so, I do have to have a colonoscopy, and every single year, I have to have an endoscopy. Uh, so let's talk about that first. So let's talk about what the difference is. So the endoscopy is where the scope goes in, in through the mouth and down into the stomach to get a visual of the stomach lining, the esophagus, all those good things to make sure that there's no ulcers or any uh, sort of erosion or anything like that from uh, possible gastric uh, gastric reflux disease. Uh, The other, of course, is the colonoscopy, which is the examination of the uh, sigmoid colon and um, all that good stuff uh, in the bottom half of your body. Uh, And in there, they usually will examine up through, I believe, um, all the way up through the intestines as well. So they look for a lot of different things in a colonoscopy. They look for, uh, like I said, polyps, uh, cancers, possibly ca- cancerous polyps. They also look for uh, possible what they call rectal erosion. So if you're somebody who experiences... A lot of problems with like bile in the stool and you have you know feels like your butt's burning after you go to the bathroom they look for signs and things uh, like that to see if you are having any problems down there Uh, and so many other things Um, and then while they're in there they usually will take a biopsy of the colon uh, and every you know kind of wherever the scope goes inside the intestines and everything to make sure that there's nothing significant Uh, in there in terms of uh, overgrowth of bacteria or different things like that. So that is the point of the colonoscopy. So what do you have to do before a colonoscopy? So there is a prep method to a colonoscopy. uh, And usually it's a day before uh, is when you will prep. So I have a lot of things that I did for me. And of course, you guys, if your doctor gives you specific instructions to follow for your colonoscopy... Do what your doctor says, but I've gone through this so many times that I have a lot of different ways to kind of, I guess, cheat the system in a way because I've, you know, I've had to sit down and really figure it all out. So don't take what I say and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to do exactly what Alyssa says. No, 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 don't do that. If your doctor has a specific method for you in your prep, then I would uh, advise you to speak with your doctor first. But I have some great tips for you today about your prep. So, I had a colonoscopy done about a month ago, and I've always done my colonoscopy prep with the SUPREP bowel kit. And if you guys aren't familiar with what the prep kits include, they usually include some sort of uh, magnesium oxide solution and some other things in there to make you go to the bathroom. That's the whole point, is to clean out your colon. So. Basically what this prep is, the prep that I do anyway, what several other people from what I understand have done, is you drink one bottle of this prep with 16 ounces of fluid, and then you have to drink two more of those 16 ounce containers after you've had that first 16 ounce container. I did the math, you guys, and with both bottles of prep, you get 96 fluid ounces of the of 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 a total uh volume a liquid volume and it's so crazy i can't believe how much liquid it is and it can be really overwhelming i'm not gonna lie the first time i did the suprep uh kit was absolutely horrendous i almost threw up the prep i was already not feeling good because they were in a diagnostic Uh, i was in a diagnostic you know uh, in a diagnostic way, I guess is is how to put it um they were looking for a bunch of different things when I first got sick, which was you know back in twenty i think it was twenty twelve so I was already not feeling good, my stomach was already hurting all the time i I was always nauseated, and so that was just a miserable experience for me. But the second time around, I learned so many things and and did so much research before I went into this second prep. So like I said, the soup prep bowel kit is a little bit different than the Galvalite. So the Galvalite system is a ginormous jug that you mix uh, the powder. There's powder in this jug and you can mix you mix it with water and then there's like a little flavor packet that they give you which is absolute trash. And then you have to drink that solution uh, you have to drink, I think it's like four glasses over a period of time. Then you have to drink four more. And, you know, you have to do it until you finish the container, which is absolutely insane. So I thought, uh, okay, well, I guess the soup prep is better in a way. So the morning of my prep, I was told I could have two egg whites before I started the prep. But I thought, you know what, forget it. So my prep style was this. Now, my doctor, like I said, if you guys have a doctor that told you to do something specific to a T, do that. Because I the way I were wiggled mine around was because I went off of the first time I had my colonoscopy. So I was actually able to wiggle things around a little bit. But do do it if you've had if you have to have it the first time, you know, don't play with the times, don't 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 veer off too far. As far as liquids and stuff go, we're going to get there in a minute. But, you know, as far as timing and stuff goes, like for what time your doctor wants you to drink the prep, do that. My doctor told me to drink my first bottle of prep at three o'clock in the afternoon and then drink my second bottle of prep at 4 a.m. the next morning, which was the morning of my procedure. I said, hell no. I'm not drinking this stuff at four in the morning so that I can start pooping and having to stop at every gas station on my way to the hospital, forget it. So I forwent the egg white situation for the morning before my prep and opted to go ahead and start my prep early. So I started my prep at 8.30 a.m. Thursday morning uh, before my procedure. And all day long, I had to drink, you have to drink what they consider clear fluid. So, what they consider clear fluid for a soup prep kit is coffee or tea without any creamer, uh, Gatorades that don't come in blue, purple, or red. Well, no, now it's just red and purple. They updated that, so hooray. Um, and then you can have Jello and and broth and uh, different little things like that. So, I was able to kind of finagle the system because there are other solid, i guess more solid matters of things to eat um, that nobody ever really thought about. so um, i had uh, I had for my first go, I had you know some broth and um, I had some jello, and then um, you know, I had some gummy bears, so gummy bears are a form of gelatin. So I was actually able to eat those during my prep. I ate Swedish fish during my prep because, again, same, very similar, uh, very similar consistency. I also had a broth. So bone broth, you guys, has a really good amount of protein in it. So I opted for that as well. Uh, I mixed the bone broth with a vegetable-based broth because bone broth to me, plain as it was, didn't taste very good. So um, I went ahead and mixed it with the vegetable-based broth. Then after that, oh, excuse me, lots of air. I tried to eat, I guess, at the same time throughout the day as I normally would, you know, doing regular things. So at that point, You know, I got through the prep just fine. I also was drinking a lot of what we call um, electrolyte water. So smart water, the alkaline waters, the core, Essentia. Um, What is another one that I'm missing? Smart water, uh, body armor, which is really great. Um, I drank a lot of that during my prep as well. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of it. And I did really, really well. I was There was never a period of time when I felt horribly hungry or dizzy or lightheaded or weak or any of those things. It was such a dramatic difference from the first time I did it. And I think it was just the way that I did do it. So let's now talk about mixing the prep and getting over that taste. So the biggest complaint... With the soup prep bow kit is the taste and i can definitely um attest to how disgusting the taste is because the first time i did the prep kit i only mixed it as the box said to which was just with the plain water and it was absolutely disgusting i couldn't stand the taste i couldn't stand any of it the smell it smells deceivingly fruity. Like I opened the bottle up and I let my husband smell it. And he's like, wow, this actually smells really good. And I'm like, really? It smells good. You know? So I start smelling it and I was like, wow, this smells really good. Why does it taste so bad? (laughs) You know? So I was like, okay, how is this happening? Why does this taste so bad? The translation is horrible. So anyway, I decided at that point after my first prep that I was gonna do everything it took to find something bearable to mix this prep with. So in the instruction guide, it tells you to mix the prep with a clear liquid. So any of those liquids that they listed, i.e. the water, the coffee, the tea, any of it was what they said was recommended. So what I did is I bought Lemonade, which is on the list of okayed things to drink, and I bought lemonade tea sticks. I bought peach tea sticks. So what I did is I mixed this prep with lemonade. My first, my first bottle. So you get two bottles of prep in here. So my first bottle, my AM bottle, was a lemonade peach tea situation. And what I did is I also purchased Fanta orange, uh, the really small eight ounce cans. And what I would do is I would mix this prep with uh, the 16 ounces, or I poured the bottle of prep into the container first, which was required. And then I filled the rest of the container volume with the lemonade. And then I poured in a tea stick, a peach tea stick, and mixed it up. And believe it or not, it was bearable. I mean, it wasn't, it still didn't taste good but it was definitely much more bearable than just doing it with water. So I did that in between between sips. So I did use a straw, which I found helped me a lot. Um, So I would take like six to eight good gulps of this prep and then I would stop for a second, take a couple of hits off of my Fanta, wait a minute, and then I would continue. And you basically just have to get the entire contents of that container down as fast as you can. And they say that because you have to drink two more 16 ounce containerfuls of water or liquid after that. So you have an hour to drink 32 ounces of a fluid. So I went ahead, I finished my first cup in 15 minutes, which was astounding. I was shocked. I wasn't dying. Nothing was hurting. I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel like I wanted to throw up. So it was really good. Like it was you know, definitely much more bearable than my first experience. So I did that. I rinsed the cup out and left it to the side for my next set of prep, which was going to be later in the day. So the onset of this uh, prep can take between 15 minutes to an hour, just depending on your body. And I made sure to be, you know, right close to my bathroom. I told my husband the night before, I said, I really need you to understand that You know, if you have to go to the bathroom, fine, but I need the bathroom like open at all times. Like you can't be in there, you know, shaving your face for 15 minutes because I literally could have to go like to the bathroom immediately. So he was really good about it. You guys, he was so supportive and he made sure that he was not in the bathroom occupying it uh, whenever I needed to be in there. Uh, you guys, I live in a one-bedroom apartment with a one-bathroom, so it's really difficult trying to do this with one bathroom if you don't uh, have a cooperative partner or if, you, um, or if you have roommates or something, it can make things really difficult. But uh, I was in a really good position with my husband to do this, and it was perfectly fine. So then my, for my second prep, so my second prep I did at 7.30 p.m. that night, Um, and I I did activity throughout the day. You guys, I tried to keep my day very, very, um, active still. I, uh, I did some things around my house. My husband and I went for a walk around Vintage Park. If you guys aren't familiar with Houston, Vintage Park is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, city center area, um, out here with lots of different walking area in it. So we walked, we got a, I got a bubble tea with no tapioca. Um, I got a tea, uh, a light colored tea with a with the popping pearls because the popping pearls are a gelatin. They are not considered a food, so that worked out. So we got tea, and I left. We left there. We come. We came back to the house. I took a rest for a little bit. Had some broth, and uh, went to Target because you know, like I said, I got to keep my day normal. So I went to Target and I picked up. Some of these uh, Smart Foods gummy bears. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the company. But you can eat a whole bag of these gummy bears for three grams of sugar. And they're sweetened with uh stevia leaf. So, you know, you can't feel guilty about eating them. Um, so I was able to eat my gummy bears and have my, my broth and whatever. And then I went and visited my mom uh, to see her for a little while. And then I went to Starbucks and got another good size. <laughs> I got a ginger, a ginger tea. Um, a ginger green tea to kind of settle my stomach. I didn't really have any stomach pain, which was good, but I mean, I know ginger is just good for you anyway. So I went ahead and got an iced ginger tea from Starbucks, and then I came back home and got ready for my second bottle of prep. So for my second bottle of prep, um, I started it at 7.30 that night, and for my second bottle, I had used a, a Glacial Punch Gatorade, which if you guys are not familiar, uh, Glacial Punch Gatorade is clear. Um, it's, it's like a, a off-white kind of color. And I went ahead and mixed that with uh, Kool-Aid, like these little Kool-Aid drops um, that I guess add flavor to your drink so i mixed that and then i also popped another fanta and made sure i had that right there so i followed the exact same method and the second bottle for me was a little tougher um than the first so i called um i called my mom and i got on the phone with her i said i just need you to like you know distract me from this because i'm having just a really hard time uh going through this right now so uh she stayed on the phone with me uh through my second bottle of prep which i was so thankful for um during that time so I got through my second bottle of prep Uh, in about 20 minutes this time it took me a little longer Uh, and then I you know proceeded to continue using the bathroom and I had some broth that evening and then I was cut off from any food or water or any liquid at 12 o'clock that night so all in all was not a horrible experience I, I can say that comfortably um, the next day I woke up I had to be at the hospital kind of early and because of COVID I wasn't allowed to have my husband back there with me which made me really sad but I made sure I was you know prepped and good you know I had plenty of hydration my veins were good and that was one of my biggest concerns you guys because I have horrible luck with IVs And my biggest concern, and that is for anybody who goes through this, is staying hydrated. I cannot stress that to you guys enough, is staying hydrated. I, the first time, did this and didn't have too much of a problem getting a vein either, but I've been through this multiple times and knowing, you know, that my veins suck, I wanted to make sure that I stayed fully hydrated. And I did such an amazing job of doing that in a way that worked for my body. You know, like I said, I, I prepped with so much water. I drank a lot of Smart Water, a lot of Essentia, a lot of Core, Body Armor, things like that to make sure that my body was completely pumped full of good hydration while not losing the nutrients. So the next day I went in and my, my nerves were shot. You know, my heart rate was really elevated and they were like, wow, you're like really, really nervous. And I said, yeah, I know, it's because... I hate IVs because every time I have to get one y'all stick me once twice maybe even three times so this guy I had had him before I thought it was really funny the nurse that I had I've I've had him before he's done my IVs before so I felt a lot better um, about him doing it so uh, he got it in one stick I didn't even feel it which was amazing and so my body relaxed and at that point I just I went on to have my procedure I was in and out of the hospital in two and a half hours Uh, including recovery time and after i woke up from my procedure they uh they offer you like a juice or water or something and i always get apple juice after my procedures because it just tastes really really good Um, i have a thing for cold apple juice so i was like yes that's that's gonna be it Um, i want some cold apple juice please (laughs) Um, so i packed up and went on home and the rest of the day was kind of in and out i slept uh, for a good bit during the day, uh, Gordon and I, um, went and got some food and I came home and him and I just kind of laid in the bed and he laid with me and, um, yeah, it was a good, it was a really good experience. I definitely don't have anything bad to say about the experience. Um, overall, in terms of the prep and everything, it was definitely not something I, um, wouldn't do again I, I would definitely do it again because I know how important it is especially not only just for me but for older people as well so the last thing we're gonna talk about is what I purchased before my prep and what I used it for so what I purchased for my prep is so many things <laughs> I took a photo uh, if you guys follow my Instagram um, at acmyanza I have a photo on there of all of my prep that I used um, during my colonoscopy uh, prep time, Uh, all the things that I purchased. So the list of things that I purchased was two bottles of Essentia water, two bottles of core water, two bottles of alkaline water from Good & Gather, the Target brand, one bottle of Smart Water, two bottles of Body Armor, Uh, Because the Body Armor has a lot of vitamins and uh, a lot of really good, like it has like potassium and things in there. And the first time I did my colonoscopy, I struggled a lot with leg cramps because my potassium got really low. And they actually had to spike an IV bag for me uh, the first time I had my colonoscopy done because I was so potassium deficient. So I, you know, I had made sure this time to get lots and lots of good Uh, nutrients from what I was eating and drinking. So I had two bottles of Body Armor and then I purchased a six pack of eight ounce cans of Fanta. I purchased one box of low sodium chicken broth and one box of no sodium vegetable broth. Uh, So that way I could control the salt level because the salt is what's going to add to the level of dehydration and uh, possible um, swelling in the body. So I didn't want to do that. Then the next thing I purchased was a pack of Swedish fish, uh, which were not red. I purchased the, uh, smart sweets brand, which was the, um, which was the target brand that uses the stevia uh, and they're really lightly colored. I also purchased a smart sweets pack of gummy bears, And I purchased a a large bottle of the Glacial Cherry Gatorade, a pack of peach tea lemonade sticks, a bottle of vitamin water lemonade, and a squeeze container of Kool-Aid drink drops. So I had a whole slew of things that I purchased and I'm so glad I got all of it because I dug into a little bit of everything and I was so happy that I had it all. Um, now, the, like I said, the smart water and things was to keep me hydrated mostly without losing a lot of the um, minerals and the electrolytes and things. And then the Gatorade was to also provide more, um, more of the hydration back in my body plus to mix my prep with the body armor was providing my body with extra you know just extra hydration a lot of the two of the things that i bought had coconut water in them which was amazing for hydration and then the fanta i purchased was more or less just for sips between my prep uh during my drinking times because that stuff can really get to you in all the wrong ways if you if you just if you let it you know So at that point, um, the broth and things were really just to kind of keep my body going to keep me fueled. The gummy bears and the Swedish fish, of course, that I purchased were to keep, you know, just to keep that little bit of a satiation as well, kind of involved. And then I had jello as well, you guys, but you don't have to get the jello. That's not, I mean, that's not something that you have to have. Um, Like I said, I tried to keep my day as normal as possible, doing a lot of things that I would do on a day off of work or doing things that um, would kind of keep my mind off of, uh, you know, the prep and whatever. So the last thing I want to comment about was the going to the bathroom part. So a lot of people are afraid of the going to the bathroom thing, and I can understand why it does suck. Um, But... Realistically speaking, I think the soup prep is probably the best bowel prep for a colonoscopy, and I say that because when you're going through this process, you go to the bathroom with the Suprep prep bowel kit maybe maybe eight to twelve times, and then after that, you probably go a few more times, but then it starts to get further and further apart, and then eventually it stops, and you do get a period of time where you don't go to the bathroom at all, so you can actually do things throughout the day that you wanted to do and you don't have to run your life around your prep. So I actually really appreciated that. Um, colonoscopy side effects. So every time I have a colonoscopy done, I don't have any real side effects afterwards. Um, your doctor, of course, if you're having one, will go over what possible side effects you could have after your colonoscopy. Um, after my colonoscopy, because I also had an endoscopy, Uh, The endoscopy, I had more uh, side effects with afterwards. They did do a lot of biopsies inside of my stomach, so I was experiencing a lot of discomfort. They do also pump your colon and all of that down there with uh, lots of air so that they can get a good view of everything as well. So if you feel kind of gassy afterwards or if you feel kind of full, that's normal. You're going to experience that, at least I did. And then, with as far as the endoscopy goes, uh like I said, I did this time around experience a little bit of discomfort. They took a lot of samples from my esophagus and from the inside of my stomach because after the procedure was done, I read my notes along with uh getting to see some of the photos from the inside, where the scope was, and I was diagnosed with upper gastric esophageal arrhythma, so basically what that means. Is I have erosion and uh, some sort of irritation at where the point of the tube, where the stomach and the esophagus meets. Um, there's a lot of uh, irritation there. So I have a follow-up with my doctor again here in a couple of days, and we're going to discuss what the next options are going forward to make sure that the arrhythmia doesn't get worse. Um, of course, I still have a lot of um, lower bowel issues, but I don't have, you know, as many issues now as i did back then mostly due to diet change and you know keeping up with uh, probiotics and good dietary habits so that's that is pretty much it you guys um so if you're having a colonoscopy soon don't fret it is not really that bad um (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. It sucks a little. It's going to suck. It it is what it is. But you will definitely thank yourself later for doing it. And just remember that the health benefits of this outweigh the prep in so many different ways. From diagnostics to, you know, hey, you have a cleaner colon now than anybody else in your house does. Um, Which I honestly appreciate because, I mean, you can have so much weight just sitting in your colon from just junk uh, that um, that you're eating. So I appreciate the fact that... I went through a colonoscopy not once but twice and got just to, you know, detox my whole body. So it was an amazing experience for me, Uh, not only in that way, but to also, you know, continue making sure that my body is operating at optimum capacity. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you have any questions or you want to talk more about this subject, I'm always open to talk. Um, I love getting to kind of talk people through this stuff because I know how scary it can be especially if it's your first time so please feel free to reach out I really appreciate you guys listening today Uh, stay blessed and don't stay stressed and I will talk to you soon